This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. Twenty-four hours a day at oasiscityradio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio, and the Oasis City Radio app. This is Oasis City Radio music. Oasis City Radio. think I can talk that fast. I don't. What a morning. What a morning. I was excited to see my grandson get. There's nothing better. All of you are pretty young. You know, I've lived probably two-thirds of my life now. I hope I got a good third left, maybe more. But you know what? You got to be ready. You may not have it tomorrow. You do all you can do today. And I'm I'm thankful for all of you. I, there's a there's a powerful spirit in this place this morning. I'm not a feely kind of hyped guy. But before I got saved, I always thought it is what it is. But when you taste the presence of God for real, not, not emotional. Too many people make emotional decisions and they live their life on emotional sleeve. But when you, you know, the Bible says the truth will set you free. But you got to know what the truth is. Once you know what the truth is, my, my grandpap used to always tell me, he says, hey, if you're right, you're right. Don't worry about what people say. Right. You don't have to worry, but if you're right, you're right. So this morning, you know, when Jimmy was singing that song about going into victory, going into victory, everything that the enemy made for evil, when the trouble comes, we all got troubles. If you say you don't, you're lying. But we all got troubles. But when he takes what is the enemy of your soul and of your life wants to do for evil, and it works on your brain, it works on your stomach, it works, works all over it, he turns it into good. You know, the Romans 8.28, for all things work together. For the good that them are called by God. Everything. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for your presence that is real. 
I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I thank you for every person in this place. I, I pray for their health. I pray for their souls. I pray for their spirits. And Father, that the word of God would go deeply in them this morning. That you would do your work. Do all that you need to accomplish in our lives today, Lord. And we thank you for working it out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Imagine your life as a garden. How many of you plant a garden? You know, a lot of you Ohioans plant a garden. That's good. But if I was to ask you what was in your garden, what would you tell me? If I was to ask you to paint a picture in the seasons of your life, What would be on the canvas that you would paint about your life? Some of you have lived a lot longer than others. Us older people are catching up to you younger people. But what happens is when God gets into your everyday life, it's just not information, it's transformation. Yes. See, he wants to transform you from where you were to where he wants you to be, but he doesn't leave you there. He has some place for you to go. My son-in-law's parents came all the way from Kentucky this morning to see Jasper get baptized. Amen. They didn't have to do that, but it meant something. It meant something. Then, his, then, then his dad baptized him. Whoa. I thought the grandpap should have baptized him. <laughs> what? No, he didn't want the water to come out of the tub. Uh. <laughs> but what do you see in your garden? What do you see if you're painting? You, you know, you're painting every day of your life. You're painting a picture. You're painting a legacy. You're, you are painting something in your life, on your life, through your life, and you're touching people. Yeah. Y'all touch people. The thing about it is how do you get along? How do you get along? Is there trouble all the time? Is, do, you, do you flow through the garden? It's, you know, tip throw to the tulips. I dated myself on that one. But, you know, a lady asked this famous painter, he was she was observing him painting, and he was just doing how painters doing. And he said, "She said, sir, why do you paint such vibrant colors? I I don't see those kind of colors in the natural." He just keeps on painting, and he he looked at her. He says, "Madam." Wouldn't you like to? Wouldn't you like to? You know, I got to ask a question. What are you seeing? What are you seeing about your life? You know, as life goes on day by day, hour by hour, you're figuring things out. 
But the key is, do you have the peace that you know that he's working it out? He's working it out. You know, I know with myself that as I walk in this world every day, I I have to make a decision on how I want to live. All of you have X amount of days to live here. And then eternity begins. I'm not one to, to preach hard, but I was, I, I, I was raised in a hard world. I worked in a hard world. I worked in a good world that produced things and did things and made things happen. And I'll never forget that. But the thing about it is, what are you doing with your life in the quiet times when you can sit and think. You know, we move so fast in this, in this life that we're doing so many things that we can lose perspective of who we are and what we really need to be doing. You know, when, when we're walking with God in the garden, he, he reveals many colors in our lives. You see things differently. There's a vibrancy that should come. It's, it's not a gray area. It's just not black and white or whatever the color it is. It's, it's about looking and seeing and finding life, you know. And, you know, as I, as I share the word today, I, I need you to ask yourself and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you about where, where you are and where you want to go with the remainder of your life. You younger folks, that, that, that last part I said, the remainder of your life, you don't even think about that. Because as you grow every day, your perspective will change because your eyes will see things. Your eyes should see things differently. And if they don't, you need to examine and say, why not? You know, we have core values. We have the way, you, the way you were raised is the way you were raised. And if it was good, it was good. If it was bad, you, you, you got to, somewhere down along the line, you got to figure it out. But the key is when you, when you have God on your side, he works it out. He works it out. But as I share the word today, I, you know, when Bill and Adam asked me to speak, that was a few weeks ago. Immediately, God gave me a verse. And you open your Bibles and turn to it. Psalms 138. Psalms 138 is a phenomenal psalm. It's a psalm of David when he was going through all the hell that he could go through. But verses 7 and 8, and I, I found myself over this past year, I have prayed this verse over so many people at this altar. In other words, a prophetic or what you, you know, we're a prophetic church, but I want to tell you something about that. If you never can go wrong, if you prophesy the word of God, if people would spend more time talking about the word and how it applies to your life and somebody else's, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Not that we're in a mess. That's a church down the street. That's why you're here and not there. But you know, God brings us to a place 
where when we speak the word of God, it, it will change us. How many know, you know, Christmas time, there's, there's a guy named Charlie Brown. Peppermint Patty is the only one that called him Chuck. And there's a little thing that they're going to put on the board there. You know, Charlie Brown was one of those kind of guys that he was Peanuts comic strip, if you don't know. It's animated. He, he, he was actually, Charlie Brown was a baby boomer. 1946 was when it, when it came out. And it was on, and it grew, and it grew all over the world. And it's amazing the, do you hear it? But Chuck possessed a significant determination and hope, you know, even he so often failed, but he had that determination that he, he was going to make it. He had an, a securities unbelievable in his life and nobody gave Chuck a, Chuck, Chuck was a survivor of bullies. Think about it. You know, you those 10 characters, they, they always on him. Are people on you? My question is, there are people that are on you that you just don't like. Then there are people that are, that are on you that you do like. My question is, can you tell the difference? Do you know which ones God's using to work on your life? Well, anyway, Peppermint Patty asked Charlie Brown one day, he says, Tell me what love is, Chuck. And only in Chuck's way, he says, a man called Jesus. A man called Jesus. You think about Charlie Brown. You know, I don't know what your year was like. But I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is still on the throne. He still saves, he still delivers, and he still heals. And you know, it's going to continue to be that way until God takes you out of here or moves you on. It's part of life. We're all, we're all destined to die. Sooner or later, we're going to die. This is not a negative message. This is a reality message. The fact is, how much life, how much color is there in your life? It's not just about happiness. It's just not about how, much to- how many toys you got. You know, th- those that die has the most toys, wins. You're not taking anything to heaven but your family. Nobody else is going. Nothing else is going. And so, are you at Psalms 138? All right, that's good. But I prayed over these two verses. And like I said, I, I've prayed. I can't, it came to my mind countless people that came into my into my mind praying for people this verse and if it they put it on the screen it says I'm going to read it in two versions the New American Standard is the first and then the uh, first it says verse 7 it says though I walk in the midst of troubles you will revive me you will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. Verse 8, it says, The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. Amen? Your loving kindness, O Lord, is everlasting. Do not forsake 
the works of your hands. A few weeks ago, uh, Adam talked about the work. Bill talked about the shout. And if you can whistle while you work and you can shout, you're a happy dude. You're a happy person. You know, you might be here this morning and you hate your job. But you know, you're there till God takes you out or you quit. I remember when I wanted to quit my job, but I couldn't because it was. He says, Yo, you can quit. But why don't you wait till I tell you that you're going to move? It's amazing the wisdom that God will give you, and you don't have to talk to anybody. All you got to do is listen. The second translation of that is in the. Uh, Passion translation, it says, uh, to listen, I want you to hear the difference in the words. By your mighty power, I can walk through any de- devastation, and you will keep me alive, reviving me. That's a pretty good deal. Your power set me free from the hatred of my enemies. You ever been hated? How's that feel? You kind of put it aside, don't you? You know... You keep every promise. I know as a grandfather, I got to watch my words. Amen? You wait. If you're not there, you'll get there. Or if you parents, you have kids, you got to watch what you say. Don't be saying stuff you don't mean. You know, and don't be meaning things you don't say. But you know, he has your back. He's working it out. And it says, keep every promise you've ever made to me since your love for me is constant and endless. And here's the key. Here's the key. David was pouring his guts out here. He said, I ask you, Lord, to to finish every good thing that you've begun in me. That's a pretty powerful statement. I don't care if you're saved, not saved, don't go to church, go to church. When somebody, when you talk to people and they they promise you something, what do you expect? When you you ask a question, what do you expect? You expect an answer. But see, God has it all down here. Like I said, everybody has troubles. How many have had some troubles this year? That was one of the things that I, that, that as I was praying, the Lord just gave me right away. He says, there's a lot of folks that are they're going through stuff. Troubles doesn't mean it's your fault. Right. You know, poor Chuck, poor Charles, Charles. Uh, trouble, was just, he just looked at it. It was, I mean, did you ever work with people or around people? They just draw trouble. It's like they look a certain way, they're in trouble. I used to have friends like that everywhere we went. I just look at they're in a fight. They just they didn't do nothing. They just look at somebody. But the question is, what are you doing when you hear God promising you something? Some troubles always keep seem to be popping up. You ask God to ask why. But how you deal with your troubles and how you face them really determines. And says a lot about your life. It says a lot about your life. And you know, it'll bring wisdom into you, not knowledge. We have, we have so much knowledge. We have so much information. The biggest business in the world is selling information. 
but yet sometimes we're the dumbest people in the world. I want, you know, just, just look at what's going on in our, in our world, our government, all the way down. You got to pray for the people. I'm, I'm so excited that Bill prayed for our people. And, you know, the thing about prayer is if you don't like somebody that's in, in, in power, pray them out. I prayed my son-in-law's in. Amen. I, they both said amen. They just so they don't want to pray me out. But you know, you're going to go through troubles. The Bible says you're going to walk, even though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou will revive me. Even though as I walk, he's going to bring me through the devastation. How bad was your year this year? I look back over years and there were some pretty tough years Kathy and I have gone through. But you know what? During those valley times, Psalms 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Because see, he's working it out that he gives you something in your life that you can hang on to. Did you ever go uh, on one of those trams at the airport that moves about 500 mile an hour from zero to 60 in one second? You ever get in and you're holding your bags? I'm always holding Kathy's bags, my bags, everybody's bags. And, and I look up at that strap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I try to get my arm around the pole. And then all of a sudden, I think the car's going this way and it goes that way. You know, that's how trouble comes. Trouble comes when you don't want it to come. I never got up in the morning and said, boy, I was, I'm going for trouble today. <laughs> but when trouble smacks you, how do you respond? Do you react or you do you respond? And that, that, that's a, for another day. But you know, God has a plan for your life. But there's no trouble bigger than God. No trouble bigger than God. And, and those, that, those that think that they're doing it all on their own, bless them. They're going to wear their life out. The thing that, the thing that I, that, that, that probably, that grates, not grates me, two things that grate me, people that are lazy and cheap. That's what grates me. But, but the thing, but the thing about it is when you see people living their lives and you've been there, or they, they haven't been there, but they're telling you how it is. I'm not the wise, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But like the insurance company says, we know a few things. You know? God brings us through. We can depend on him. We can hang on to him. We can hang on to him. You know, God's got a plan for you in mind. The question is, are you, are you leading that? When, when, when David asked the Lord, he said, I ask you. That's relationship. When my kids ask me something, I know they want something, but when you're a parent or you're a friend, and if you, if, 
If you have a friend, treasure it. There's too many of us who go through life with acquaintances, but we don't have friends. I know I tell the men, I, they, they, I think some of them laughed at me. I said my, my goal was a couple years ago is I wanted every man to have at least one person they could call at 2 o'clock in the morning if they had a problem. It's funny how it started to trickle in. Guys would say, I got one. I got one. But you know, God moves in our lives. He has a plan. He saves, delivers, he heals. He does all those things. And understanding God's greatness and kindness builds our faith. What do you put your faith in? You put your faith in your faith? Don't do that. Put your faith in God and let him work it out. When the trouble comes, in the midst as you're walking through trouble, thou will revive me. Thou will bring me through and keep me alive. Aren't you glad that God keeps you alive? You ever been in a place that you're almost dead? You just pray, Lord, there's a little something left in me. I can remember one time when I thought, well, I was about done. Nah, there ain't nothing left in this world. Then all of a sudden, there's a hunger that comes in your heart. There's a hunger, then all of a sudden, it's just like, I know we've watched so many TV programs where the heart stops and they have to boom, boom, and, and all of a sudden, it, there's nothing, and it, it starts. Do you ever have that feeling? Do you ever get to the place where life comes back into you when you were dead? You felt dead, you were drained, problems, situations. But see, what David was realized that he, he was in a place that he had to fight for what he, what he needed. And there's a story, I don't have enough time to, to go through it the way I want to go through it, but it's okay. It's in the book of Judges, it's called. I don't know if you ever heard of the, um, a man called Shamgar. Shamgar was a man. He was a farmer. He lived in a bad time, a very, very bad time. He lived in the land of Canaan. The, the Jabin was the, the king, and he oppressed him. You ever been oppressed? You ever have trouble come into your life through, through all the things, financial, material, all those things, and... And all of a sudden, the Philistines were in there, and the Philistines were the enemy. Jabez, I mean, John Jabez, but what's his name? Shamgar. All right, you're listening. Shamgar, all Shamgar had, because see, they took his weapons away. That was one of the things. They took their weapons away, and they, they couldn't fight for themselves. So the only thing he had was an ox goad. And you have that up there? After Iliot came, Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. Did you ever hear of an ox goad? Do you know what an ox goad is? An ox goad isn't a weapon. It's an agricultural tool. It's a, it's a pole that's six, six, eight to 10 foot long, about two inches of diameter. On one end of it has a point, and the other end has a little bit of a, like a, 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 a fork that used to take the pods off of the, the plow. But there was something about Shamgar that in that other verse, go to five. After Elo came Shamgar, you have that? 
the next verse, five. We don't have it. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of jail, the highways were deserted and travelers went by roundabout ways. He killed 600 Philistines with an ox goat. Shamgar realized that he didn't have any weapons. He didn't have, but the thing about the kingdom that he did have, God showed him, he's, you have to start where you are. If you want to get through the year 2020, I was asking Kathy when you were all praising, I says, when you have eye vision 2020, you can see normal, right? If you have vision 2015, is that like better? Amen. Well, Shemgar had 2015 vision because he, he started, he realized he had the realization. He started where he was. He used what he had and all he had was, was an ox goat and he did what he could. When you have an anointing of God on your life and you're following and you're listening to him, he has the resources. He will change your situations. All you got to do is keep walking through the trouble. You'll keep walking through the trouble. And that's what we need to do today. And if you stand, we need to quit. I was afraid that you'd be, you'd quit listening before I was done talking. But wherever your stress is in this year, where it is, you get, you, Allow God to deal with it. Wherever you're at. I want to ask you, where do you find yourself today? Where do you find yourself today? Where's your heart? Where's your heart? What do you want God to do? You may be here this morning and you, you, uh, you had to come here because you had to. Because maybe you were visiting. Maybe you're here. You're not here by half chance, though. There's a divine appointment for you to be here this morning. Every person. If not for you, it's for somebody next to you. The question is, the opportunity, heaven's gates are open. Heaven's gates are open. All of us go through troubles. I don't know what 2020 is going to be. Everybody's prophesying it's going to be a great year. It's going to be like any other year. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to have trouble? Sure you are. You're going to have probably more trouble than you want. But you know what? He's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you through. Can you say amen to that? If you're here this morning, you never accepted Jesus into your heart. You say, Lord, you know, something you said might touch my heart, and it's, it's kind of pricking it there, you know? You got to do something with it. You got to do something with it. You, you got to figure that out, though, because he's working it out. Can we just bow our heads? Heavenly Father, I thank you. We want to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I thank you for every person here and what you're, what you're doing in their lives. And Father, I thank you for the things that you are taking out of our lives that seem to be like they're trouble, but you're turning them and taking them and putting them into a place where you can use them for good. Whatever enemy, Lord, that you have to destroy, we know that your word says that you will take care of us. 
and we we just thank you in Jesus name and everybody said amen amen, amen.